With the end of the year rapidly approaching, there are many things dancing in our minds and keeping us awake at night. If you are the owner of a small esoteric healing practice, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taxes. Tax laws are constantly changing, and we have you covered here at Vital Bioenergetics. On Saturday, December 11th, I'll be hosting a three-hour seminar about how you can find all of the small business deductions that you are entitled to. Then I'll open the floor for your questions about taxes, whether they're related to the course or not. Please sign up for this informative course at www.vitalbioenergetics.com and click on the workshop link. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G and co-host Nina G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to this podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Hi Vibes. I'm Bill G and I'm here with Nina and today we're going to do another frequency upgrade. Uh, just so you know how a frequency upgrade works is before the broadcast, I break out my dowsing charts and we come up with a pattern, a life pattern that you need to be listening to right now. And then at the close of it, we do a uh, a, a brief meditation to raise your frequency and clear out whatever came up. So uh, today's upgrade seems to be uh, centered around the, uh, the winter holiday season, um, because this is uh, the uh, December that we are going to be broadcasting this. And so... So the winter in Chinese medicine, which is where my background lies, has everything to do with storage. And we store up a lot of energy for the spring during this time of year. So you know, many of us feel like we want to rest. Maybe we do a lot more sleeping. Maybe we eat a little bit more, which is totally okay. We are saving, storing, and sorting energy from this time of year to be useful in the spring. And if we are not doing that, if we are really stressed out, if we are really, really tired, um, if we are participating in things that drain our energy in this time of year, then we tend to have problems in the spring. And usually what I see in the clinic is that there's not enough energy to come out. So there's a lot of deficiency. And then there's a lot of like the liver not really wanting to move energy around or move blood around. So you can see mainly a lot of allergies, which everyone tends to, to have, including myself. <laughs> um, but, but then there can be other things like, um, just stagnation kind of in the, the upper uh, jaw or the chest energies. And it's just due to, uh, you know, not being able to move it up and out. So you can think of spring being like a tree uh, growing up and out and the leaves popping out and the buds popping out. And if our, if we don't have enough energy stored up from the winter time in order to do that properly, we get stuck. We tend to get sick. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be uh, kind of a fluey, coldy allergy season. And we can avoid that by uh, taking the time during the winter time to get an adequate rest, to 
reduce our stress. Yeah, try and try and eat better than what we are programmed to do. Right, because you know the the holidays is all about eating bad food. Um, you know, I've already for Thanksgiving, whatever, I already gained a few pounds, and I'm like, oh geez, I, I I'm I've so off my diet right now. It's it's not even funny. But in the wintertime, you do want to eat heavier foods too because they're soft and warming and um they actually help to contribute to the energy that you're storing. So you don't want to do like a lot of cold, light, salad-y sort of things in the wintertime. It's in according to Chinese medicine, it's not the best idea for your digestion. So you do want to eat a little heavier, you know, but maybe you don't want to indulge in a ton of sugar or a ton of alcohol or that type of thing. Right. Cause all that stuff ends up slowing things down, especially yeah. in the liver and stomach area. Yeah. So uh, what came up with the charts is uh, we first start with the Abraham Hicks emotional scale and the Abraham Hicks, of course, is uh, goes along with the law of attraction. And it's from the book, um, Ask and It Shall Be Given. And on this emotional scale, we have the emotion of boredom, which can I think can also be associated with fatigue. Yeah, as we are moving into December and then eventually January, we're getting a lot more pressure from the outside. I don't know if any of you have felt this, but you can certainly see it kind of in the news and you know, maybe there's more pressure from family uh, or friends right now, but um, that that sort of pressure coming in from the outside, uh, you know, we can get real tired of that. And I think a lot of people are getting really tired of that, especially around the holidays when we want to just spend time with the people that we love and we want to do fun things um, and we want to rest and, and just have a joyful, you know, holiday because it's very dark. So we have to make a lot of that um that joy and, and, and light and light happen. Um, and, and speaking of uh, the, the people bringing you down, we have a, um, an archetype here of the pessimist and the pessimist is a person who is constantly casting doubt in the mind of the main character, i.e. you through their persistent disapproval. When the main character is looking to try something innovative and different, the pessimist is there providing the many reasons why it will not work and so, they, they should go back to what they were doing before, even if it was not working. So you may have that at work. You may have that at home. You may have that in your family, your friends, and you certainly have that in the uh, media barrage outside of you. Absolutely. And which can contribute then to that boredom idea that I don't want to do anything. I'm yeah, I'm so tired of looking at this. So, and I want something new and shiny and different. So I'm really, really bored with what I'm looking at, which can also be uh, described as fatigue or, you know, stress fatigue, media fatigue, um, even people fatigue. Right. And so the next chart we went are going to is the time temple chart, chart number four, which is the life path distortions, again, influenced by the law of one. Uh, we have here the distortion of awareness, which is actually associated with the first density. And then we have the density designation is the eighth density, which is the new octave of existence, which is the location of the Akashic record. So um, here we have your information from the Akashic trying to push its way into your consciousness. But again, you're stuck at that very, very low level of awareness trying to, you know, 
get it right, you know, or, or just, or even listen to it. Yeah. You're saying to yourself, look at, at the duality that's being presented to me. Now I have what my body is telling me to do. And then I have what the outside is telling me what to do and which one should you listen to every single time your body, your insides. And speaking of stuff going on in the body, we, the Godhead plan here is knowing versus blindness. So again, this is again, the, uh, the Akashic saying, look, look, look at me, <laughs> look at me, look at me, listen, listen, don't, don't close your eyes here. This is something to see here. And the bad habit is unhygienic living. Yeah. Now, now um, this, this term comes from Yogananda. And if any of you have ever read the book, um, Biography of a Yogi. Autobiography of a Yogi. Excuse me. Autobiography of a Yogi. It's one of my favorite books. You'd think I would know the title. Um, anyway, Yogananda talks about unhygienic living. And this could be described in many different ways. It could be, you know, you're taking in uh, things into your body that are not necessarily good for you. Um, uh, it's, it's not like, oh, I'm not taking a bath and I'm dirty. But if you're looking around at your space and it's really kind of unclean or not tidy, uh, if you're looking at uh, the way you live, like maybe your job doesn't work for you uh, and, and yet you still continue to kind of go along and hope that it will change or just kind of maintain that, that is also unhygienic living. It's a way of living in which there are things in your life that are not working for you um, that, that you don't change because they're normal, mm-hmm. they are expected, and they are kind of constant and, and you've already kind of grown accustomed to living with them. And the unhygienic living also is associated with your uh, environment. Um, and, and especially what we were talking about earlier with the winter thing and eating um, foods that you would not normally eat in the, um, in the summer and the spring and the fall. Now your, your, your food is more heavy. And if you're not careful, then it becomes unhygienic. It's- yeah, like too much sugar, too much alcohol, um, that, that sort of thing, uh, too many, too much wheat. So many of us are, don't do well with wheat or dairy or that type of thing. And, and yet we eat it anyway, because it's there and people have made these delicious, wonderful looking things. Um, just kind of, you know, remember to go in moderation with those things or to take a tiny bite and then, you know, move on. Right. Um, you know, uh, when I was going to school, uh, acupuncture school, the big thing they told us is that if you look around, like say your desk or a room, and it is just a big mess, or your house is a big mess, or your life is a big mess, everything that you see around you is a mirror of what is going on in your mind. So if, they would always tell us if you clean up your space, whether it's your life, or your desk, or, or your room, or your kitchen, or whatever it may be, um, you can kind of start to reorder your mind into something that is more peaceful, uh, more tranquil, and something that you know can work for you because you don't have all this garbage to sift through. The color here is green, and the green means this is a looping thing. This yeah, is something every day, every day, every moment. This is normal. Mm-hmm. So the unhygienic living is normal. The uh, being this conflict between your subconscious, your the Akashic and your subconscious gang. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Turn the blinders on. I just don't want to see it. And so that's some, that's your every day. And that makes sense because, you know, it's wintertime. We've just want to freaking rest. 
So I don't want to deal with all that other stuff. I don't want to deal with the pessimists in my life. I just, so this is something that is your everyday existence right now. So the anchoring distortion here is what is trying to be brought in in the periphery of your awareness here is the distortion of completion, which is associated with the seventh density. And the density designation here is the sixth density, which is the law of one. The sixth density is the realm of the high self. The high self is saying, hey, hey, you have to be working on yourself here. You have to bring balance into your life because the law of one is all about finding that balance between self-care and care for others. And so we got here the Godhead plan of control versus acceptance. So am I going to actively try and control my balance or am I simply going to accept my imbalance? Yeah, and um, if you've been following us for a little while, um, we always talk about control versus acceptance as you should not ever try to control anything because when you do try to control something, you are really kind of screaming that you don't have a voice. And that is not a place of freedom. Acceptance is not like just laying down and letting life happen to you either, but just kind of allow everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, just kind of all sit in the same room together and have some tea and allow everything to exist in the way that it wants to exist. But then you listen to yourself and you decide what you're going to participate in and what you are not. So the bad habit here is materialism, which again goes along with it on hygienic living here. But here it's uh, on a higher frequency because here it is telling you it's not just about what you're taking into your body or how you're surrounding your environment. It's about all of it. It is about holding on to that which is in the material world, the, the material third density world. What you see in your reality. Right. And so, you know, especially during in the holiday season, we're all about um, doing stuff. We're about, you know, making big feasts, big presents, big clutter. And so all of this causes the last piece on our thing here, which is emotional expression blocks. Emotional expression blocks. How do I express myself? Being in my power, am I just simply going along to get along or am I standing in my power and am I expressing myself and not allowing other people to dictate what it is that's best for me to experience in this life? And especially this time of year, if you're following any sort of traditions, like a lot of people have a lot of different holidays or the Christmas or Kwanzaa or anything, any tradition, even like Yule, right? There are a lot of traditions going on. They're kind of, people tend to kind of get into this thing that we're, I've always done this and I really enjoy doing this. And so I'm going to do this again and again. And I think, especially around this time of year, we have to consider what our traditions are and what we kind of fall back on to do over and over again, kind of rethink those things. Are they working for you? And if, if some of it isn't, then really make an attempt to change those things, lighten things up. You'll find that um, this part of the season needs light. So the more that you can lighten up your life and your activities and what you do and how you think about them, um, the more light you will bring in um, in these kind of darker days. So um, I think we're ready now for our meditation.
So what I want you to do now is to take a deep breath, close your eyes if you can, and within your heart center, feel the Merkaba, feel your inner light, and surround your body with that inner light. And let's bring into our conscious awareness the idea here that we are feeling bored or we are feeling fatigued and that we are surrounded by people and the media who are telling us to that whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that is your highest expression, that's not going to work. And let's just take ownership for us that for just a second. Just acknowledge that, yeah, that is how I'm feeling right now. And yeah, these, these other entities, these other um, energies are trying to bring me down. Also bring into our awareness that our high self is trying to break in, telling us, hey, you have another option here. You have a self. You have access to all of the knowledge of the universe. And it is absolutely fantastic. And that inner knowing is what is guiding your actions. Also, let's bring into our conscious awareness the fact that we are creatures of the planet, that our energies move with the season. And this particular season is winter. And this is the time of gathering our energy, which means adequate rest, a reduction of our stress levels, not an increase of our stress levels. It's about sitting by the fire. It's about warming our souls. And it's also about eating warming foods, surrounding ourselves with loving company, while at the same time, letting go of the commercialism, the materialism of the season. To eat the foods and drink the liquids that are warming of the body, but are not toxic to the body. That we are not seeking control here per se, but it's just allowing the season to do its work. So that way when springtime comes, we can emerge from that healthy and vibrant and productive. 
And lastly, we're going to bring into our conscious awareness the need to let go of our emotional blocks, that we are an expressive being that is going to flower so brightly come the springtime because we are allowing ourselves to not be depleted during this time of rest and rejuvenation. We're going to take into our bodies all of the nourishment and all of the energy that we need. It's going to be clean. It's going to be good for us. And it's going to allow us to store in all of that creative, powerful, emotional light. Remember that emotion is the basis of third dimensional creation. It is energy in motion. It begins with a thought, an idea. And that thought and idea turns into energy. And that energy in motion is the emotion. And that moves into action. And the action is what becomes the movement that brings you to your highest, most creative life path. Take a deep cleansing breath again. Open your eyes. And please remember, if you have specific stressful, traumatic things that you need to be taking care of that are more specific than this general clearing, please go to vitalbioenergetics.com slash book online and set up a session with me. If you haven't set up a session with me before, sign up for a free 30-minute consult so we can discuss what it is that you need to be working on. And then come on in, have a session with me. And so that way we can read your Akashic record, find out what it is specifically that we need to be working on and bring that also into consciousness awareness. Thank you very much for listening today. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.